Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash wisdoms echo, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. Hello, this is Elijah Ward, and I'm excited to bring you another podcast. I am in my office this morning enjoying some coffee, and reflecting on pressure. Life has a way of introducing pressure into our world, especially when we are on a path of pursuing everything that Yahweh has intended for us to lay hold of um, throughout life. You know, I myself have gone from just a few short years ago being somebody who had a dream about being a full-time business owner. I was working a, um, a corporate job, working for another man, which is great. It was amazing. I learned a lot through the process, and Yahweh used it to refine me into who I am today. But I had a dream, and, and that graduated into starting a business and still working a full-time job, which graduated into eventually being a full-time business owner. And through each you know, aspect of that process, there were different types of pressures at work um, in life. There's always a, um, um, you know, a pressure to, um, to, to achieve things financially. You know, we all have goals that are tied to many times financial milestones, and that's just one aspect of pressure, but there are many forms of pressure, relational pressure. And there are times when it begins to mount up and feel like it, it it might be too much and that is who I'm I want to share some uh some wisdom with this morning if you are in a position of pressure whether that's family pressure financial pressure relationship pressure career pressure um market pressure if you're a business owner and um and you have to deal with volatility in the markets, I want to speak to you this morning, the one who feels the pressure. And I want to share a thought about a certain passage of Scripture with you um, that the Lord has used to really, really encourage me. Now, before I get to that, I just want to share a couple things that have been sitting in my heart I'm I'm meditating this morning on pressure because of a an event that happened yesterday. I um was reminded of some things that I learned when I was actually a teenager. Um and I was meditating on those things yesterday. When I was 16 years old, I was working at an airport in Memphis, Tennessee, and my dad was um he's been a pilot my almost my whole life um and i was working at this airport and he was encouraging me a lot to really start taking steps to to get my pilot's license um i had a clear passion for it i loved flying with him and we were right in the perfect environment for that for that to really flourish i had pilots around me all the time i was learning more about aircraft and there was one thing, though, that has stuck with me through the years that I've remembered at times of pressure. 
And it's that before you get to fly airplanes and have a license to do so, you have to learn about um, a lot of stuff. And one of those things is weather. You need to understand how the weather is, how it can change, and how that impacts your aircraft and your flight path. And there was one thing about learning about weather that has stuck with me, and it's that when low-pressure systems come in, atmospherically speaking, a low-pressure system comes in, it can produce an unstable environment, and unstable environments will, will allow warm air to rise, and, and it creates a stormy um, uh, you know, stormy weather systems. And so when you have thunderstorms and things like that, which are terrible to fly through if you're a, a small, if, if you're flying a small aircraft, even a big aircraft, um, it can make for a really rough ride, really dangerous ride. Now, when a high pressure system comes through, it makes for some of the most beautiful days of flying, blue skies, calm air, and it reminds me of when we begin to feel pressure in life, we can look at certain things like that and in a way be encouraged in that the way Yahweh designed creation is to flourish and to create beautiful days in an atmosphere of high pressure. Now, I oftentimes will think when I'm, when I'm studying something or when I'm, when I'm meditating about a certain thing, I'll ask myself, I wonder how Yeshua would have responded in this situation, you know. Um, I had somebody ask me um, a few months ago about, you know, what God's wrath looks like. And I just had this revelation in that moment. And I said, well, let's look about what the wrath of Jesus looks like. And we talked about him flipping tables over and, and kicking um, thieves out of his father's house. And so I will sometimes take questions in my spirit and ask myself, how does Yeshua handle things like this? And one of those things is pressure. Now, I wanted to point something out for you. And this is going to require, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to read all this scripture, and I'm not going to give you, it's way too much for me to cover in a short podcast. But I want to give you something to take with you that you could use to really flourish in a moment of intense pressure. And I know that because I have had to cling to certain things in moments of pressure that reminded me that this is going to create the most, some of the most beautiful days I've ever seen. That I know that when the Lord sends things in my life to apply pressure, it's to refine me. It's not to break me, to make me into something more strong, into something more capable of, of into something, uh, into someone who is more able to carry a, a greater glory. Now, in John chapter 13, if as a reminder, John 13 is a chapter in scripture where Judas is dismissed from the company of disciples with this, uh, this like messianic mandate from Yeshua. He tells him, do what you're going to do and do it quickly. And when he says that, he's speaking about the act of betrayal that will um, initiate the evening 
um, that uh, was the biggest, the biggest night of his life and his ministry. Now, in John chapter 18, is the event of the crucifixion actually beginning with that betrayal and the arrest of Yeshua. And so in John 13, he's sitting with his disciples and he tells Judas, go, do what you're going to do quickly. And it's not until John 18 that he's actually betrayed with a kiss and arrested into the hands of those who would crucify him. So that means that John 14, 15, 16, and 17 is what transpires. It's the divine message. Listen to this. It is the heavenly mandate released from the heart of the king of the universe. And it's what he decided was the most important thing to say in the moments before he died. John 14, 15, 16, and 17 is what Yeshua released while he was sitting in the pressure of being at the precipice of the most important evening of his life. And when I began to look into what happened after he dismissed Judas and before he was arrested and just highlight some of those key things, I'll even read a couple of them to you. Again, we don't have time to read all of them, but some of the things that were said and released from while he was waiting, sitting in the pressure of knowing it's about to happen. This is about to happen. The reason why I'm here is about to unfold. Let me read you a few of these. I took, I'll just pull them from, cherry pick them from my notes here. John 13, 35, 34 and 35. As soon, this is actually as soon as he dismisses Judas. A couple verses later, he says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Powerful, the, the, a new commandment and arguably the highest commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. He's summing up a ministry of his life and he's trying to communicate from, from the deepest places of his heart some of the most important truths for us to remember before he departed to go do the thing he was he was incarnated to do. John 14, 2. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Amazing. John 14, 6 says this. I am the way and the true truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And in John 14, 9, I was studying this the other day. Yeshua said to, to Philip, when Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it'll be enough for us. And, and Yeshua said, How, have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen the Father, I'm sorry, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father? and that the Father is in me. And so there's so much of this powerful, John in John 15, verse 12, and again, this is about love. He says, this is my commandment. He's hammering this into his disciples in the, while he's sitting in the pressure of being at the precipice 
of the most important moment of his life. He says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. And I could go on and on. John 17, the entire chapter. And these are the things, as you study these things, as you read through these scriptures, remember that this is what proceeded from out of the heart of Yeshua in the moments before his most important night. In the pressure of all these things, and I know there was pressure. Some people might say, well, he didn't feel pressure. He was God. Okay. He sat in a garden and he begged for the cup to be taken from him. And the father sent an angel to comfort him while he grieved the decision that he had already made from the beginning. Don't tell me there wasn't pressure. There was pressure. And so we know and we can take comfort in the fact that our king has felt pressure. And we can model the same faithfulness that he put on display in those moments of pressure. And so I want to say this to the one sitting in pressure that is mounting up that might feel like too much. I want to say this. Don't let pressure create anxiety. Don't let this pressure introduce uncertainty and and, and, and cause you to begin asking questions about what if I don't make it? What if I don't do good enough? And what if my life falls apart? I mean, there are all kinds of questions that we ask ourselves subconsciously beneath the level of our words and our interactions with other people. There are thoughts and doubts that we have to deal with on a personal level. And I want to encourage you to to actively ensure that pressure in your life does not create anxiety. Here's what I want you to allow it to do. Let that pressure that you're feeling in your career, in your relationships, in your finances, let it produce assurance and know in that moment that I wouldn't be feeling this pressure if the Father wasn't doing something great in me. I wouldn't feel this pressure if the love of God didn't have beautiful days in my near future. Because remember that how he designed the universe is that when a high pressure system comes through, it makes for the most beautiful days of flying. When we feel pressure, we have to remember that that's how diamonds are formed, is moments of pressure that produce something beautiful. And remember this. I want to leave this scripture with you before we, before we sign off. Romans 8.35 in the Passion Translation. I want to declare this over you before we dismiss this podcast here. It says this, who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love.
troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. And I declare that over you today. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between you and heaven's love. So I encourage you today, if you are the one feeling pressure, because I was, I have been the one many times feeling the pressure. I have been the one sitting on my porch, watching the wind blow through the trees while I ask those hard questions. Is everything going to be okay? And I've also been the one who felt the baptism of complete and perfect assurance from the Holy Spirit when he reminded me that this is not going to break you. I am making you into something glorious. So I declare this over you today. Perfect peace. Let the pressure produce assurance. And remember that troubles, pressures, and problems are completely unable to come between you and heaven's love. So I declare this over you today. I declare shalom over you, perfect peace in your mind and your heart. And I look forward to sharing with you in a future podcast. God bless.